Hey, good afternoon, GRN listeners tuning in right now. I'm Sean, your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. I'm also your host every Monday at noon for your live and local program that you're listening to right now in his vineyard. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in San Antonio. It's really a pleasure uh, to have all of you joining us today and getting caught up on all things Catholic in the South and Central Texas listening area. Of course, with me in studio is my wonderful co-host, Alexandra Kubabatu, a.k.a. Alex K. Why don't you say hello to everybody, Alex? Hey, folks. It's so happy to be with you guys again, and uh, we have a real treat for you today. We absolutely do, and uh, together, of course, we bring you wonderful discussions highlighting various events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. Uh, but, of course, uh, before we begin, as we should do in all things, let us start in prayer. So wherever you may be, wherever you're listening to, if you're in your car, you know, just meditate, looking ahead. And reflect in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O St. Joseph, whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I place in thee all my interests and desires. O St. Joseph, do assist me by thy powerful intercession, and obtain for me all spiritual blessings through thy foster son, Jesus Christ our Lord, so that having engaged here below thy heavenly power, I may offer thee my thanksgiving and homage to the most loving of fathers. O St. Joseph, I never weary, contemplating thee and Jesus asleep in thine arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near thy heart. Press him in my name and kiss his fine head for me and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. Amen. St. Joseph, protector of the Holy Church. Pray for us. St. Anthony de Padua. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and, and of, of the, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, wow. Uh, again, uh, it's so good to be here uh, with you. Um, last week, of course, was our premier uh, program of In His Vineyard. Uh, today, uh, as Alex was saying, uh, we've got a treat for you. We're going to be bringing uh, in to discuss all things Acts uh, with Miss Deborah Alanis, their executive director over there at Acts Missions. Um, so let's, uh, you know, before we do that, of course, you know, we're going to get you caught up uh, on things that, uh, you know, maybe took place this past, you know, this, this past week, uh, maybe this weekend. Uh, of course, for me, it was a real treat on Friday. Uh, Richard and I had the, you know, uh, the, the pleasure of attending the Allied Women's Center Gala, uh, where Dr. Alveda King uh, gave the keynote address. Uh, and for those of you who uh, are aware of uh, Dr. Alveda King, she is the niece of the late, um, you know, civil rights activist, um, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, of course, she gave a really heartfelt uh, talk, um, you know, discussing even her own personal experiences uh, regarding the abortion issue. Uh, so to learn more, of course, about, you know, Dr. Alveda King, you, I'm sure she's got a website. I don't have that readily available right now, uh, but I'm sure there's tons of information for her. Um, also, you know, as far as the, the, the pro-life um, you know, warrior that she is, uh, you may know her as, you know, um, someone who is very much involved uh, prior to her recent retirement with uh, Priests for Life. 
Um, you know, she was a big time, uh, you know, side by side worker, of course, you know, with Father Frank, you know, excuse me, Frank Pavone. Uh, again, uh, and of course, that's that wonderful apostolate that they have uh, bringing to light, uh, of course, uh, and advocating for the protection of, of all human life. Um, of course, uh, you know, on the on the subject of, uh, you know, you know, uh, the, the abortion, um, you know, issue and such. Uh, Friday, the U.S. Supreme Court voted to leave the Texas heartbeat law in place mm-hmm. until further litigation. Right. Praise God. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. So let's continue to pray mm-hmm. that babies uh, are, you know, continue to be saved uh, through the protection of such measures. Of course, it's a daily battle. Um, you know, the, the protection of life is, is pertinent to all of us, especially, um, you know, uh, you know, people of faith and, of, you know, of course, you know, us Catholics. So we need to continue to, to pray for that. Pray for the reparation of that uh, abhorrent sin uh, of abortion. Uh, and, of course, uh, you can go to uh, any of the, um, you know, websites, you know, regarding, um, you know, maybe the, the San Antonio Coalition for Life, Allied Women's Center, uh, Woman's Haven. Uh, and I do believe that, you know, there's obviously resources up there where you can even sign up to pray on the sidewalk mm-hmm. in front of uh, any one of the, you know, these abortion facilities, of course. Uh, so again, we'll continue to pray, uh, you know, for, for the protection of uh, all human life. And uh, St. Helena Catholic Church, uh, where I'm a parishioner, my wife and I are parishioners. Uh, we're getting a new pastor. I think I alluded to that uh, last week, uh, but officially, uh, Father Marcin Sees, uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce that last name, so my apologies if it's not correct, but Father Marcin Sees uh, will be installed as pastor of St. Helena Catholic Church. Uh, they're on the north central, north uh, northeast side of town, uh, just past, uh, you know, what's that, Madison High mm-hmm. School uh, over there. Uh, he's going to be installed officially uh, as pastor on Friday during the installation mass at 830 uh, so please come out and welcome, um, you know, Father Massin, um, you know, over there. I think it's going to be a real treat from what I understand. You know, he's a young Polish priest, uh, in, in fact, so we're excited to, to have him. Um, and uh, lastly, you know, what, what I'll, uh, you know, discuss um, with, with you all before I turn things over to, to Alex, uh, Sanctus Ranch, all right? Sanctus Ranch happens to be where we had my actual treat, you know, uh, well, I guess, uh, you know, not this past weekend, but the previous weekend, a uh, wonderful facility there owned and operated by Mr. Dan Seventy. Um, his family, uh, they, they put on, uh, actually, they do most the, you know, most the, the co- they do the cooking, they do yeah. the serving. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. amazing, you know, what they do. Um, but they're hosting an All Saints Festival October 31st mm-hmm. uh, from 12.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. Um, they, you know, they've got the flyer up there on the website. So visit their website. Uh, it's sanctusranch.com. Uh, come dressed as your favorite saint. Uh, they're going to have plenty of food, music, games. And this is what really caught my attention, Alex. All right. They're going to have mm-hmm. a Eucharistic procession. You know? Yes, they do. And uh, we attended last year. Yeah. It was an amazing experience. I mean, Sanctus Ranch, if you have not heard of them, definitely go by. They're hidden in the, within the hills. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful area. And they have amazing facilities for any of your organizations um, to have uh, meetups there um, and conferences and such. So, yeah, they're, they're really amazing. Um, I took my kids and we dressed up as saints and they participated in the, in the, um, in the costume contest. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really um, for the season, right? Because that's yeah. such, a, such a secular season. Right. 
um, it, it could be, right? But for us Catholics, we can make it um, such a beautiful time of year. Um, right. Not just as uh, ghouls and goblins, but as beautiful uh, as saints. Right. Uh, You know, uh, I love how you you mentioned that because um, so Saturday uh, we were at a birthday party, uh, my wife and I uh, and my our padrinos, uh, you know, were there, Um, you know, so uh, padrino, if you're listening, uh, you know, just want to say hello. It's always great talking to you, Mr. Raul Reyes, you know, over there. Uh, But in talking to him, we had this discussion about, you know, Halloween. Right. And, And of course, you know, it's all Hallows Eve. Yes. Right. So it, it, it was a very much, you know, um, Catholic, you know, uh, holiday. You know, it's the eve of all saints. Yes. You, you know, mm-hmm. and now, you know, through, uh, I guess, you know, through through the decades, uh, I'll say uh, it's just turned into something completely different. You know, just like in most mm-hmm. things, uh, you know, going on right now uh, in, in our culture, you know, we, we could find a way to, you know, completely flip it on its head mm-hmm. uh, versus what its actual intent, you know, was. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, um, if you're interested in taking the kitty, you know, the kiddos uh, out there um, to, for a good time, games, costume contests, uh, of course, food, drink, music, and more importantly, a Eucharistic procession. My goodness, that, that is beautiful. Um, you know, go visit uh, Sanctus um, you know, Ranch there in Pipe Creek. Again, their information that can be found on sanctusranch.com or visit their Facebook page. So, uh, again, I'll get off the soapbox. I know I can talk and talk and talk, uh, but you know what? Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to be do the polite thing and turn things over to, you know, Miss Alex Kay. Why don't you share with the listeners, Alex, um, you know, of course, what maybe you and your family did, uh, of course, this weekend? Yeah, well, this weekend we had a lovely visit with uh, my sister and her kids, my, my niece and nephew. And um, I got to meet my grandbaby nephew. So oh, that yes, uh-huh. so it, it's, it was such a blessing. We, we you know, it's it, it's amazing. And, and they don't live anywhere close, but they made the drive to come over and visit us. And um, you know, it's it was such a blessing, and particularly because this past year has been very difficult for her. She sure. she recently lost her son, her twenty five year old son, mm. and so it just makes all you know makes these unions for the weekend you know for an hour for 10 minutes so much more intimate and special and um really lets you um reflect on you know the what's important right the priorities you know and um it it was just an amazing visit and and I, i do appreciate you know the the time that she spent with us and you know we we had fun and we, we spoke and um, hugged and, you know, do a, just connected. And, and that was really that was really amazing. And, um, you know, the the kids, you know, they it's important for the kids to, to get to see their family, you know. And so, yeah, it, it, it was pretty nice. Um, another thing that we did is we um, also talked about what we're going to be doing for Halloween and yeah. deciding, do I want to dress up as... A yeah. witch, or do we want to dress up as um, St. Catherine of Siena? You know? Right, so, right, right. You know, and, and it's, it's so important to kind of filter that worldview for our children. That's our responsibility as parents. Sure. Um, we, we, you know, I didn't come from a strong family background, yeah. <laughs> household, yeah. but um, I've decided, my husband and I decided together that this is what we're going to do. You know, we, we need to filter the, that worldview that we want to perpetuate to our children um in in as you know when they're when they're little 
you know, this, so I think that's, that's uh, something we can all reflect on. No, I, I really agree with that. Uh, growing up, of course, um, I grew up in a secular home. So, um, you know, it was Halloween, it was ghouls and goblins. And well, in my case, it was like ninjas, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, of course, I mean, yes. Yeah, so that, that was kind of the, the thing for, for me, but, uh, it is in growing and learning more, of course, uh, about our faith. It's good to know that there's solid alternatives to that. Uh, yes. again, um, uh-huh. if you're not familiar uh, you know, with what's going on at your parish. I mean, you can just look at your parish website, I'm sure, uh, and see that there's uh, trunk or treat events going on. Yes. Uh, you've got the pumpkin patches going on. And in fact, um, you know, Our Lady of the Atonement has a wonderful pumpkin patch, uh, you know, that they're uh, putting on. And I believe it goes through the, the 12th of um of november i believe so get a chance to to, to get out there and and the colors are just so beautiful yes. for these fall pictures you know mm-hmm. so uh as we were leaving mass yesterday uh, of course at saint helena you know my wife's looking over and says see i knew i could have taken pictures you know right mm-hmm. there by their little fall setup yeah so, <laughs> so you know those and that's a great point i'm glad you brought that up so you know you listeners right now if um your parish is having a trunk or treat Post it in the comments on Facebook yeah, if, you're, if you're listening in. Post it in the comments, you know, to let everybody know, you know, that you're going to be having some very a beautiful Catholic gathering for for your children. And, um, you know, that way people are aware of all these events going on. No, amen. And again, you can visit your parish website. You know, go uh, to our Facebook page, GRN South and Central Texas. Uh, we do our very best to keep everyone uh, up to date as to what's going on, uh, you know, within the archdiocese and especially, of course, uh, the parishes and their multi-events. And, you know, as I mentioned, uh, there's a lot of um, trunk or treat events. There's a lot of fall festivals going on right now. And if you'd like your uh, festival or, you know, or your event uh, to, you know, to, to be noticed uh, or put on the air or put on Facebook, um, you know, let me know. You can uh, email me at Sean, S-H-A-U-N at grnonline.com. And uh, as Alex was saying, we are streaming this live on Facebook. Um, just join our Facebook uh, group page. That's GRN South and Central Texas. Um, so leave your comment. Please like and share uh, and invite everybody you know to, to join in on that. Um, we'll be taking a break here shortly. Uh, and when we do, uh, we're going to be joined, of course, with um, Axe Missions Executive Director, Miss Deborah Alanis. Uh, we're going to be discussing all things uh, Axe Missions. And I'm real excited to get uh, into this conversation because, as most of you know and are, have been listening, I just completed my very uh, you know, own uh, first Axe Retreat. So, again, you hear the music. We're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we'll get started on that conversation. Your odyssey begins at the University of Dallas, the premier Catholic liberal arts university in Texas. With campuses in Irving and Italy, UD's rigorous core curriculum sets it apart. An education rooted in the great works of Catholic and Western tradition. An education that ennobles and enables students in the pursuit of wisdom, truth, and virtue. Undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs are available. Start your college odyssey at the University of Dallas today. Go to udallas.edu to learn more. This is a Messy Family Minute from Mike and Alicia Hernan. 
The deepest desire for many of us as parents is to pass on the faith to our children. And to do that, parents need to be very intentional. First, we need to look at ourselves and live our faith authentically, because more is caught than taught. Most kids, especially teens, sense hypocrisy quickly. So we need to live a life of humility by asking for forgiveness, acting with charity, and loving generously. Next, create a unified Catholic culture in your family. We are called to be in the world, but not of the world. So we cannot be afraid to be countercultural. And last, don't protect children from every failure because suffering brings maturity. We need to remember that Christ promised us the cross, but he also promised to be with us every step of the way. When we teach this to our children, we are guiding them into mature faith in Christ who will satisfy all the longing of their hearts. For more information and resources, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Instead of fighting the crowds, isn't it so much easier to hop online and do your shopping in the comfort of your own home? Did you know that you can help the Guadalupe Radio Network when you shop online? All you need to do is shop on Amazon Smile and 0.5% of your purchase goes to the GRN. Just go to AmazonSmile.com and select La Promesa Foundation as your nonprofit of choice. La Promesa is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio. It's that simple to give a little extra help to the Guadalupe Radio Network. And welcome back, folks. Again, if you're just tuning in and joining us, this is In His Vineyard, your live and local program for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area. I'm your host, Sean Rice, uh, joined by my host, uh, Miss Alexandra uh, Kubabatu, also known as Alex K. Uh, and, you know, we just we're going to have a conversation here in just a minute, um, you know, with Miss Deborah Alanise, executive director um, of Axe Missions. So, uh, Miss Deborah, please, you know, uh, welcome to the uh, to the program. Thank you for joining us today. I know you're super busy, uh, but uh, we had talked about you coming in uh, and discussing things, uh, you know, of what's going on with Axe and such. So, uh, again, welcome to the program. Say hi to the listeners. Uh, and, of course, you know, give us, you know, a, you know, tell us about yourself. Tell us how you ended up, um, you know, with Axe Missions and such, please. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Sean and Alex. It's great to be here. It's been probably over 18 months since I've had a chance to sit down um, across from y'all, so I'm super excited to be here. Um, I am Deborah Lanis. I'm the executive director for Axe Missions. Um, cradle Catholic, born and raised in San Antonio. Uh, only lived in three houses my whole life. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so um, uh, that says something, I think. It does. Um, yes, for sure. And uh, I grew up in Catholic school as well, so I went to Mount Sacred Heart okay. Girls School that used to be, uh, it used to not be co-ed, so it used to be the girls' school and the boys' school, and Incarnate Word High School. Uh, so um, church, uh, faith uh, has always been part of my life. Amen. Um, it wasn't necessarily outwardly spoken in my home. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom um, showed showed me how, you know, showed me by her actions, she's not really a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, so, you know, it's her faith is amazing. And, you know, when my brother and I were in high school, my father was working three jobs just to make sure that we could get that Catholic education. Right. So 
he would make sure we went to mass with nice. <laughs> my mom on Saturday, on Sundays. Uh, but anyway, so you know, my that's kind of my growing up years. Yeah. Um, and so I've always, you know, participated in some way with the life of the church. Sure. Um, I lived my retreat in 2004. Um, mm-hmm. Not with my, I, I was uh, at St. James on the South Side okay. for almost 20 years. And, uh, but at the time, uh, two of my friends were at Our Lady of Guadalupe Helotus, and we wanted to go together, yeah. not knowing that we wouldn't actually sit together <laughs> when they found out we were friends. Right. Um, but we wanted to go together. And so we ended up, I went with Our Lady of Guadalupe. Let me ask you real quick, uh, yeah. you know, prior to that, because I'm always curious now. Now it's like another question I have to ask. Sure. <laughs> uh, you know, for folks, uh, you know, who, who end up going on retreat. And from what I understand, Alex, you said you haven't gone yet. No, right? I have not been on an axe retreat. So okay. All right. Well, here's your invitation, you know, yes. right yes. now. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> but I'm always curious as to, um, how many times, let's say, were you invited prior to saying yes? Because, of course, the, the saying always goes, you know, uh, God's timing is, is perfect. Right. You know, and right. um, if, you've, if you've passed them up and passed up, um, you know, an invitation here, invitation there, obviously the one that you go on is the one that you're called to go on. Absolutely. Um, sure. I, I've, I completely feel that way about mine, and I'll share a little bit more of that as the conversation mm-hmm. goes on. But yeah. uh, how many times were, were you invited, and, and what was it that finally got you, would you say? So it's a funny question you ask because that happens more to the men than it does to the ah, women. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be bugged a little bit. More. So women are more obedient. Yes. Um, and for me, I wasn't invited. Uh, my okay. three friends and I, uh, I think I heard it. It was probably announced at my parish. I mean, it was the very, it was early in my parish. It was only the second second year so 2002 three it was only the second year of having mm-hmm. retreats at my parish sure and so um they were doing the announcements for it we couldn't make that one but that's how i told my friends about it and we signed up we didn't need okay. an invitation we're like we're ready let's go <laughs> yeah we all three graduated from Ricardo word high school we'd been on retreats before and so you were already on fire at that time would you say mm, no no i wasn't on fire i i was a i i was um, active in my parish. Okay. So I was a CCD teacher at the time because okay. I used to be a teacher. Um, and certainly, you know, I was a lector, a Eucharistic minister. Yeah. So I was participating. Sure. But it was a different way to mm-hmm. express our faith. Yeah. So we were excited about the idea, the opportunity, and it was a weekend getaway. Right. So we went to the Omega Retreat Center in Bernie. Okay. No, that's, that's where neat. that's where it was. That's awesome. You know, like yeah. the invitation is so important. And thank you for that invitation, Sean. <laughs> you know, there, in parish announcements, I've heard about Axe retreats, right? Mm-hmm. I've been on plenty of silent retreats. Um, this with, is not silent. Right, exactly. <laughs> with with no. uh, OCDS. I, you right. know, I've been, I've had personal invitations Great. to yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had a, other, other than the parish announcement, had a personal invitation. Oh, okay. So that, that's very hmm. interesting. And, and yeah. so, you mentioned that you know you were an active um, Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. At the time that you joined, um, what made the difference for you afterwards? Another great question. You know, it's it's such a unique experience for everybody, even though it's mm-hmm. the same format. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's called an axe retreat because there's particular elements that are taking place from Thursday to Sunday. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why it's called an axe retreat. But it's so personal. Yeah. Um, for me, that weekend was, I always describe it as quiet. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a time in my, my life where I just needed to be quiet. Uh, there wasn't anything more or less to it than that. It was yeah. just quiet. Hmm. Um, I certainly learned, you know, you know, all the lessons about, you know, ACTS is an acronym, right? Adoration, Community, Theology, and I Service. I was going to ask you that, yeah. Yep. Thank adoration you. in the form of prayer, not necessarily Eucharistic adoration, sure. which is a form of prayer, but but prayer in general. And then community and learning like, oh, this is what a sisterhood looks like. Because <laughs> I didn't have any sisters. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, theology, right? Study of God and learning God's will for our lives. And then service, uh, building parish community. So for me, um, I mean, we, we've had amazing stories of people that have, you know, they've gone in uh, alcoholics, addicts. They come out, you know, mm-hmm. and never drink or, or take, again, whatever they're addicted to. I mean, there's those kinds of transformation stories as yes. well. But there's also those that are quiet and over time. So for me, it was coming back and being much more intentional about my service. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love how yeah. you say that because of the fact. Uh, so, of course, you know, within Acts, you know, you, you don't share a whole lot with it, but you can share your encounter with Christ with it and the, the Holy Spirit encounter uh, with that because obviously you don't want to ruin someone else's experience. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I got told that many times and I understood exactly uh, why that's the case after having been uh, on mine. Uh, but I love how you say, you know, it, it helps, it, it helped you foster even more of a sense of community. Cause mm-hmm. for me, and I had this discussion, of course, uh, you know, with my wife, I've had this talk, you know, with, with Richard and I, and I understood that a lot of times we may, you know, we're, 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 we're being good Catholics. We're going to Mass on Sundays. We've got our devotion, um, you know, our, our nightly devotion to the rosary, our, our nightly, you know, Chapel of Divine Mercy devotion or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. But you kind of, tend to keep your faith bottled up to yourself, mm-hmm. you, you know, and I, I'm guilty, you know, I, I was guilty of that, but now I understand, of course, it's not for us to keep and harbor for ourselves, but it's to share with others right. and you grow your community. You know, you surround yourself with like-minded folks um, who are rooted, um, you know, in, in their foundation is the Catholic faith because mm-hmm. what's going to happen is, is, you know, one day when you're going through the dumps or whatever, having, you know, you know, relationship issues, whatever the case is, you've got some things that you're going through, you need that community to help lift you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, in building and reaching out and growing that community, uh, you're going to be able to do the same for, for, for someone else. So mm-hmm. yes, uh, I love, I loved my experience. I could spend all hour talking yeah. about it, but I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to do that. There's, there's, a couple, you know, the, there's, the, there's two fruits that it, that if you see these fruits, then you know that the impact, you know, the intentional, the yeah. intention and purpose of the retreat is taking place. And sure. one is, you know, intentional disciples, right? Yeah. Having that personal encounter um, and then coming back and doing something about that, right? Yeah. As, mm-hmm. an, as an individual. But it's also revitalizing or supporting in some way of the parish community. Mm-hmm. So I know when I, like I said, I was at St. James for over 20 years and 
you know, we had more nights, more Guadalupanas. Yeah. We had more people sign up as lectors and Eucharistic ministers. We had mm -hmm. more people signing up to participate in choir. You know, Father says, you know, I need help with this. Well, then, you you know, it didn't take long before he right. had a committee or, or a team of people who were able to to commit and do it, right? Right. That's what we're looking, that's what the intent of the retreat is. Sure. Uh, mm -hmm. The intent is a personal encounter with Christ yeah. with a twofold purpose, building intentional disciples and building parish community. So if you see those two fruits, then you know that it's bearing fruit as an evangelization tool in your parish. Well, I, I will tell you and again that this the show is is not you know uh, I don't want the the experience to I just can't help but talk and share about sure. you know my, my own experience um, and of course it got me thinking about you know some of the different um, some of the different programs that. I and I want to do, you know, uh, you know, my, my wife also, mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of the, you know, parish ministries that I'd like to now get involved with because right. I know it's important, uh, to, to get involved, you, you right. know, and share that experience. Well, we're the body and, uh, we're the body of Christ. Amen. Right? He needs our hands. He needs our feet yeah. uh, to participate, not yeah. just to sit in the pews at mass. Right. And I think that's where a lot of us get tripped up, right? Well, mm -hmm. I'm a good Catholic. I go to church right. every Sunday. Okay, and? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yes, that is, you know, uh -huh. Eucharist is a source and summit. Absolutely. I do um, appreciate how, I apologize. That's okay. I, I appreciate how it's, it's uh, centered on, based on the, your prayer life. Yes. Right? Um, and it, in so many ways, you know, we tend to foster that prayer life, but we fail to act on the promptings of the Holy Spirit to be of service to our neighbor. Right. And, um, and, and I like that the acts retreat, you know, from listening to both of you, um, gives you that invitation, not only to transform your own personal self of, to the service of Christ, right. but to transform your actions and your, the way you live and just, um, immerse yourself in the promptings of the Holy Spirit enough to follow them. Right. Right. Cause I think that's, it's, that's, uh, where we kind of, in the in a sense, are afraid to act because sometimes we feel inadequate. Yes, yes, right? or we're afraid to do it by ourselves. Yes, exactly, yes. and and that's where the community piece comes right. into play. Right, because you're not alone anymore. Yes, right? you know, I got invited to be a Guadalupana, or I now knew a sister I could ask about becoming a Guadalupana. Right, right? Um, that's how I ended up joining uh because i saw so you were asking about invitation and then what happens yeah. after <laughs> yeah. right and i didn't go to retreat in my own parish which we'd like people to do to sure. go in your home parish it's not always feasible um so i went to ology well i came back with my bracelet on yeah right? you mean that one right there Oop, oop, <laughs> <that> one. <laughs> um it's a reminder it's a reminder because right? it, it wasn't at the first axe retreat <laughs> my founders just reminded me Duh, we didn't have that in the moment. i know i know <laughs> uh, we, we need visual reminders i was joking that uh that's the whole reason i said yes to mine yeah, just so i could finally get a bracelet, bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> you're official now yeah um but um uh, I was talking about community. And so, you know, the retreat was developed in 1987 um, out of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Selma. And it was actually developed by three crucistas. So are you all familiar with Crucio? No. The Crucio movement? No? No, I'm not. Oh, mm -hmm. that goes way, 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 way back. Okay. So we call ourselves the fruit, a fruit of Crucio. And it's a similar setup. It's a four-day weekend. Sure. Um, at that time, um, 
the you had to be Catholic to go. You you had to I think have to have a recommendation or something in order to oh, participate. Wow. Yeah, it was, so it not was, anybody it was could a go. A little bit limiting, yes. And at the time, Archbishop Patrick Flores um, was looking for something that was ecumenical, so that you know, mm-hmm. especially um, um, couples that were not both Catholic. You know, he wanted them to be able to try to experience something together. Mm-hmm. And what better way to do it than have it hosted, you know, in your own Catholic parish yeah. and um, have them participate. So so that's how the retreat planning got started, developing an ecumenical parish-based retreat. Because Curcio, I don't know if it still is, but then it was diocesan-based. I think sure. it still is. Um, not necessarily parish-based. So those were the two requirements of the new retreat that was being built. It was ecumenical. Anybody can participate, no matter your religious affiliation yeah. or non-affiliation. Yeah, uh, anybody right. can can walk in the door. Yeah, as long as they understand, you know, this is a Catholic retreat. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and that it needed to be, uh, be parish based. Yeah. So. So that's how it got started. Awesome. Now, if, again, folks, if you're just tuning in, this is Sean Rice. You're listening to In His Vineyard, um, your live and local program. And we're having a discussion with Miss Deborah Alanis, Executive Director of Axe Missions. Uh, we're talking about the history of uh, you know the uh, Axe Missions. Uh, we just got done discussing, of course, uh, it coming out of um, the Crucio movement. So, uh, if you got questions or so, um, you know, and if you're watching live on Facebook, you know, put some of those questions in the uh, comments bo- uh, block. Uh, you can email those questions to me also at sean at grnonline.com. Again, that's S H A U N at grnonline.com. And, uh, you know, to, to continue uh, the, the conversation, Miss Deborah, um, so after the, you know, after, you know, it, it came out of the Curcio movement, um, who was the main leader and the focal point? Who was the most vocal in saying, hey, we need to get this into the archdiocese. We need to get this into our parishes. It was Archbishop Patrick Flores. Mm. Yeah, he he uh, he had a very strong relationship with his Curcio, uh, you know, uh, movement. Uh, it was it was um, obviously serving the needs of the archdiocese, but he saw this particular need that was not being served. Wow. And so, um, three men, two. Um, Deacon Ed Courtney and Joe Hayes from Our Lady OLPH and Marty Sablick, Dr. Marty Sablick from St. Luke's, um, with the support of Monsignor Patrick Cronin, who was the pastor at OLPH at the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, that, so it's, we co- we consider them the four founders um, of the Acts of uh, the Acts Retreat. Yep. Wow. So, so all these Acts, um, all these Acts retreats that go on, because uh, it's not just here in San Antonio. No. It's not just in Texas. No. Nope. This is across the nation where parishes have Acts retreats, right? We are actually in six countries. Wow. So, wow. Yes, we're all <laughs> yes, we're coast to coast uh, in the U.S. Literally, we are active in Portland, Maine, and Portland, Oregon, <laughs> which I think is pretty cool. Um, and as far north as uh, St. Louis, um, Indiana, Illinois, further north of Illinois, and actually, I take that back, Minnesota. We're in Minnesota. Okay. Um, and um, as far south as Brownsville, Texas. And then we're also in Toronto, Canada. Wow. We're in Durban, South Africa, in Panama City, Panama, um, Honduras. I'm, I can never t- uh, pronounce the, the capital. Yeah. 
You talked to the wrong guy. Honduras. And then, of course, all over Mexico as well. Mexico is the second largest area where we have uh, retreats. Uh, awesome. So there's over 500 parishes. No, that is great. Yeah. Um, so, again, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to continue the conversation with Miss Deborah Alanis, Executive Director uh, for Axe Missions here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Uh, so don't touch that dial. We will be right back. This is your Catholic radio station, and we'd like to make it even better for you. Your feedback is really important to us. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. It only takes a minute to fill out and send to us. Again, go to our website, grnonline.com, and look for the button labeled 60-second radio survey. We'd really appreciate it. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard the church criticized for defending celibacy? What about for defending marriage? Have you ever heard it accused of showing contempt for women, but also sneered at because only women go there? Have you ever heard it attacked for asceticism, but also for extravagance? How about for being dull? How about for being too garish? How about for being too worldly? or too unworldly, or insisting that people confess their sins, or showing too much mercy to sinners. Notice any contradiction among the critics? G.K. Chesterton says, here's a broad and simple test. If you hear a thing being accused of being too tall and too short, too red and too green, too bad in one way, and too bad also in the opposite way, then you may be sure that it is very good. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy. Step one, just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. And welcome back, folks. Again, thanks for joining us on another no, another episode. I was going to say program episode. I get it mixed up. I guess the two are interchangeable. Uh, but thanks for joining us. Either way, for In His Vineyard, I'm your host, Sean Rice, General Manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. Joined in studio, uh, of course, with uh, Miss Alex Kay, my wonderful co-host, and our wonderful guest, Miss Deborah Alanise, of um, Executive Director of Axe Missions. So uh, before we went to break, we were having a conversation, you know, we were, you know, enjoying this conversation about the history of Axe Retreats uh, and, and such. Um, and of course, 
you know, Miss Deborah, she's going to tell us just a little bit more about it. And then we're going to talk about the other side of Acts that a lot of people don't know about, and myself included, and that's Acts Missions. So, uh, you know, Miss Deborah, thank you again for, for joining us today on, uh, you know, another episode of In His Vineyard and talking to us about all things, um, you know, Acts. Uh, and if you would, you know, uh, if we can, um, you know, kind of continue that talk that we sure. uh, you know we were in the middle of regarding the history of uh, Acts retreats. Right, yeah. So again, the first retreat was a men's retreat started in 1987. Today, we're in over 500 parishes across six countries, wow. predominantly the U.S. and Mexico. Okay. Uh, it's So it's also in do, two languages, English and Spanish. Uh, we've had requests for others, but <laughs> <Getting there. laughs> it's what we've got for right now. Uh, so it's exciting. Um, and, you know, it just grows. It grows. Um, missioning is what um, brought us to Axe Mission. So at the Axe Retreat started in 1987. And over the course of the first 10 years, it grew organically. So parish to parish. So the first retreat teams, the men and the women at OPH, had a mix of other parishioners. So St. Matthew, St. Luke's, mm. I think mm, St. John Birchman's down, and several others. So it was a mix, which sure. was nice because then they went to their parish and they're like, okay, now we got to bring it here. Yeah. And so that's how it grew. There were, I think, 15 parishes active with Acts. By the time Axe Missions was established, Axe Missions was founded by two couples, um, Larry and Rosemary Lopez and Tony and Terry Deosdati. And their intent with um, starting this, it's a 501c3, it's a nonprofit, um, was to mission. That okay. was their primary and only purpose, really, was to mission. How can we take the retreat to other parishes? Sure. Mm -hmm. um, and funny enough, the first parish outside of San Antonio was Juneau, Alaska. Wow. <laughs> wow. You go from south and central Texas yes, to Juneau, I should have said as far Alaska. north as Alaska. We, hello. I'm sorry to my Alaska brothers and sisters. We have uh, retreats that are active in Alaska. Yes. And so, um, so that's where it started. And so over the last 24 um Mark your calendars. Next year is the 25th anniversary of Axe Missions and the 35th anniversary of Axe Retreats, July 23rd. We'll talk about that again. Um, but, you know, over this, this time, it's really grown um, what Axe Missions does. So we're considered the headquarters. Okay. Um, we do not, the, the Axe Corps, the parishes don't report to us directly, right? I mean, okay. because they're parish based. So it's a parish based evangelization um, mm -hmm. tool apostolate but the apostolate is made up of acts missions we have 22 chapters that are affiliated with us so they are um, our the arms of acts missions sure. um, 21 chapters are in the u.s and we have one in aguascalientes mexico and then the acts cores we we put a dotted line on our org chart <laughs> to <laughs> the acts cores because the cores um sign a charter with Axe Mission stating that they will follow the protocols. Sure. Right? They'll follow the framework. They'll follow the Axe Retreat Manual. Right. Um, so in order to call it an Axe Retreat, it has to follow certain certain essential elements. Now, so, uh, regarding the, the growth of, of this, um, and you're, of course, it's parish base and, and what have you, um, I'm curious to know if somebody wanted to bring acts to their parish you know it's hard for me to think that there's a parish out there without them but i i, I know there are there's tons yeah there, there's a ton of um you know parishes out there without acts uh what would what's the process in in bringing acts to their parish sure so well, the first step is reaching out and telling us you're interested 
Sure. Sometimes it's a pastor who might have come from, say, San Antonio or Houston or any one of the dioceses. We're in all seven, uh, 15 dioceses in Texas. We're in all seven in Louisiana. And, you know, priests move around. Um, and so mm-hmm. we've had situations where he, they, a priest has been relocated to a whole different city and yeah. says, okay, come bring it over here now. <laughs> so, um, but it's often the parishioner that reaches out right. um, mm-hmm. and asks for, you know, how can we bring acts to your parish? So it's a missioning process two women's retreats, two men's retreats, and then we install the core. It's called an acts core. And then once the core is installed, then the parish starts offering the retreats by themselves. Mm, that's very interesting. Um, I have a question. Let's just say uh, myself as a parishioner wants to bring it into my parish. Does that mean I have to lead it? No, no. It's you, uh, you know, the first question we will ask is, mm-hmm. have you talked to your pastor? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is he aware of what you're trying to do? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, because we can't do anything without him. Got it. And so um, you do not have to lead it. You may have just the interest in, you know, having lived it, and now you're relocated. In fact, I was um, the only mission team I've I've served on. I served as a director um, to Sandusky, Ohio. Mm -hmm. I had to look it up on a map because I'm like, where is Sandusky, (laughs) Ohio? Um, And it's literally on the lake, Mm -hmm. uh, on the coast uh, in in Ohio. And so the husband and wife that reached out and wanted it taken to Sandusky used to live. Guess where? Where? San Antonio, and they went to Our Lady of Guadalupe Helotus. Wow. <laughs> where wow. I lived my retreat. Is that crazy? Wow. See, this is how the Holy Spirit works. <laughs> yes. Amen. And so, um, so they reached out, they spoke to their pastor, and then, but they're the, they were our direct contacts. And then once we started having conversations, we brought Father into the conversation very early on mm-hmm. because he needs to understand there are some things, uh, support that's going to be needed, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So um, as long as we have his permission, uh, then we're able to start the missioning process. And then either if there's a local chapter, mm-hmm. so like in San Antonio, we are saturated, right? Yeah. There's 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 a few parishes that dropped away from having retreats and now they want to restart. Sure. But there's, we're getting, you know, we're working on missioning in Alexandria, Virginia. Wow. Never been there, you know, so... And again, Sandusky, uh, somebody was invited to go and retreat there, and but lives in Alexandria. So now he's bringing it to his parish. Right. So that's how that's how it spread, Amen. and it's very organic, mm-hmm. and it's not by marketing. We don't right. actually do any promotion wow. for it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 word of mouth essentially. Amen. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. One year, our Houston chapter had like twenty mission teams going on. Because there were twenty. Well, um, the Galveston, Houston Archdiocese is giant. Yeah. Um, and so they had, and it was all within. They they were they have a, a huge chapter there, and they were missioning to all of getting all of these parishes started up because Houston is not saturated yet. Right. Meaning, a, the majority of parishes are not with acts yet really okay yeah. well again folks if you're just tuning in this is sean rice you're listening to in his vineyard um you can hear and listen uh live every monday on your guadalupe radio network south and central texas uh station um and we're having this conversation with miss uh, deborah alanis executive director of acts missions uh of course uh, to you know if you would you know could you share with us miss deborah you know to, to get involved, 
to support because just like us, you're a 501-3C, right? right? Which means you're a nonprofit that you are at the mercy of your donors and uh, supporters and, and that sort of thing. That's right. Right? Yes. Uh, I know you've got an event coming up. <laughs> we uh, do. Yes, absolutely. So again, why don't you share, uh, you know, with, with our listeners uh, tuning in right now, um, what the event is all about, mm-hmm. what it supports, and how can they help out? Sure. Our, our event is our annual gala coming up on Saturday, November 13th. It's going to be at the UIW Sky Room. Oh, beautiful we're venue, return- right? Yes, it's beautiful. We were there in 2019 for our spring event, which is called Agape Fest. Okay. Um, typically, it's a casino night. We're not sure what we're going to do this coming spring. but um, With you know, real money sp- or no? <laughs> there are prizes, uh, but you get to play with funny money. Uh, <laughs> yes. So there's no fighting. <laughs> yes, <of course. laughs> uh, just a good time. Um, but uh, Skyroom, um, along with all of the vendors that we work with for our events, you know, uh, absolutely delicious catering uh, is you know our go-to caterer for our events as well. Um, they were very gracious last year when everything shut down, yeah. you know, because we already had our venues and everything right. prepared yeah. for um, our two big events, which right. is the spring one and the gala. So we're excited. Uh, we're going to be at the Skyrim um, for our gala, and ADC is um, catering. They're super delicious. Now, if uh, somebody wants to attend uh, the gala, yes. uh, where would they go to register? The easiest thing is axmissions.org, A-C-T-S-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S. .org. <laughs> <laughs> Again, folks, it's that's axmissions.org. Right, uh, right now, on the homepage. Yeah, you were talking uh, you know, just a, a bit ago also about last year. Uh, and when we have these conversations regarding last year, obviously, you know, COVID, the restrictions, it took a toll on everybody yeah, to yes. include uh, nonprofits. Absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of the... Um, a lot of the events that you know nonprofits rely on uh, for that funding to operate, um, you know, yeah. we couldn't hold it and such. And, right. and your event was was no different than that. So, could you explain how did COVID uh, and those restrictions you know impact um, you know Ax Missions and where does Ax Missions you know sit right now? Mm-hmm. In fact, thank you for asking. So last year we we went a hundred percent virtual with our Agape Fest, which was totally different for us. We didn't do anything live. Mm-hmm. Um, we also did that this year. And last year for Gala, we did a one-hour live stream uh, to connect with our online auction and things like that. But the majority of our, um, I shouldn't say, a, a good deal of our funds come from the two major events. Okay. So um, what we've been focusing on since last year is building um, our program. It's called Missioners. Uh, and it's a monthly giving program. Okay. For as little as five dollars a month, <laughs> for as little less than your latte that you order at least once a week. Yeah. I've uh, never heard that term before. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's what I, that's how I pitch it. <laughs> I yes, used to buy uh, those things uh, at least once a week, and uh, I just am astounded at how much it costs because yeah. I never get the small. Right. right? You got to get the large yeah. one. Absolutely. With the cream and the yumminess. <laughs> so that's never under five bucks. So, um, and the great thing about it is, you know, we have this experience and we certainly um, are helping in our own parishes, right? But you also know the, the having lived it 
that you want everybody to experience right. it, mm-hmm. right? You got to share it. Right. Yeah. And so the missioners program um, helps in three ways. Uh, one is it helps Ax Missions, the organization. I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. Um, but then part of it also goes to the local chapter. If you are, uh, if you live in an area where there is a local chapter, por- portion of the funds go to that. And also we're building our, we're rebuilding our scholarship fund. We had been on a roll. We were 2019 was our best year ever. Really? Yeah, and we had What's offered, the scholarship fund? Explain so that. So we we offer scholarships for uh, clergy or religious who want to go on retreat as a retreatant. Okay. Um, for individuals, sometimes you know we have parishes that are that are you know just not able to have enough fundraising to right. yeah. support yeah. a couple of their people who want to go on retreat, and then we have mission team scholarships. So it's already hard enough, um, you know, mission teams agree to, yeah, I, I pay for my all my travel in addition to the usual retreat fee and then any other things. Yes. So we offer scholarships for that as well. But we couldn't offer any in 20, we've, sorry, we stopped um, in 2020 in March because there were no more retreats. Mm. Retreats completely shut down uh, oh. in 2020. This year, um, we couldn't afford to put scholarships in the line item. And um, next year, what we're excited about is that we have missioners building that re- that scholarship fund now, and um, God willing, uh, in November we'll know whether we're able to start offering scholarships as early as January. So, Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. um, how can we get involved? Uh, what what is the call to action to be able to you know be participants in the dissemination of the Holy Spirit through action yeah. treats. Yeah. <laughs> I well, love when she talks like that, right? I know, right? It's so, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so cool. I love it. Um, you know, the first thing is inviting others to attend. Yeah. Right? Okay. Invite okay. others to attend. Um, we, we uh, and then participating in the apostolate. So yes. Acts Missions is part of the apostolate, like I said. And so the easiest way to get involved is by becoming a missioner. Um, and then, of course, participating in our different events, signing up for our emails. We don't send a ton, so don't worry. Uh, <laughs> when you, um, you know, on your website, again, yes. just remind our listeners what that website is to donate or mm-hmm. to, 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 uh, to, to help. Yes. Uh, what's that website? It's axmissions.org. And it's plural. Axmissions.org. Correct. And, and, and on there, you're going to find um, how to support the organization. Okay. Uh, you'll learn that you can find information about missioners, yeah. but you can also find information about the history of the retreat. Yeah. Um, and if you're looking for a retreat in your area, we have a retreat search right. feature on the retreat tab. Right. So this is a shout out to all my Axe Corps out there, my brothers and sisters, if or if you're a retreat director, if you haven't put, submitted your retreat to our website, please, please add it. It's super Certainly. simple. You fill out the submission form, you hit submit, and then um, this year, as a way to reach out, uh, we started um, giving a co- sending a complimentary package of materials that the retreat director can use for the team and the retreatants. No, that's beautiful. And yes. in fact, uh, you know, as you're saying, you know, to, to all the core directors out there and such, I mean, what better way than putting it out there uh, to get more attendees? I'm sure. You, well, you know? so it's. Um, 
a lot of it is just making sure that that you know somebody can find the information, yeah. right? We link if they have a link, we we put their okay. link, and so it sends them to either the home parish website or or wherever it needs to go. Um, so yeah, it's it's really exciting. Awesome. Uh, again, folks, if you're just tuning in, this is Sean Rice host of In His Vineyard. We're having a wonderful conversation with Ms. Deborah Alanis, Executive Director for Axe Missions. We've got about a minute left in the conversation, but I would highly encourage you, uh, if you haven't done so, to reach out to, you know, uh, you know, through your parish, um, you know, bulletin. Um, I'm sh- there's always, you know, a lot of times, uh, more often than not, I should say, uh, is the contact information for, you know, someone there. Yes. Or just hop on a website, go to axemissions.org uh, yes. um, and to, to find out more. Uh, and I'm sure those folks over there at Axe Missions will help you out. And in fact, I'm sure if you reached out to Miss Deborah herself, she would tell you who to get in touch with. <laughs> Absolutely. <am I> right? <laughs> Absolutely. You can find my contact information on our website and the organization to, tab. To just wrap up, uh, you know, the conversation here, Miss Deborah, uh, we had mentioned that that, uh, you were doing a, a, there's a scholarship program involved. So I take that as don't let the lack of funds keep you from attending. Absolutely. Is that right? And, and, and every parish will tell you that when they do the call to invite you, you know, the pulpit mm-hmm. talks that you were mentioning, Alex, that you've heard before. Um, yeah, that's, it should never, money should never be the reason why you not go. You don't, you're not able to go. So no, uh, yeah. thank and, you so and, much. And, you know, our gala, uh, helps to provide some of that, you right. know, so, um, yeah. No, so, uh, of course the gala's coming up. Remind us the date. Yes. Saturday, November 13th. Tables are running out. So don't wait awesome. till the last minute. We're really excited about it. We were at, uh, close to 70% of goal last Wednesday. Amen. Yeah. So well, hopefully, uh, <laughs> a couple we can of help, weeks to yeah, go. hopefully we can get the word out and yes. help, uh, you know, get that event, uh, you know, sold out uh, on your behalf. So That'd again, awesome. what a great talk. Thank you, Miss Deborah, for joining us today, uh, both. to learn more about Axe Missions. Uh, or to find out, you know, what parishes are holding an upcoming retreat, visit axmissions.org. Uh, and of course, I'd like to thank you, uh, our dear listeners, for joining us today on In His Vineyard, showcasing our Catholic faith in South and Central Texas. Uh, so, of course, um, you know, please, if you have comments, if you've got questions, uh, don't hesitate to let me know. Uh, I'd love to, you know, uh, I'd love to, you know, get the feedback and such. You can email me at sean at grnonline.com. So until next time and throughout this week, let's all labor with love, joy, and zeal in our hearts in his vineyard. May God bless all of you abundantly. God bless you. Hi, GRN listeners, check this out. Eduardo Verastegui, the famous actor and producer of the movie Bella, will be speaking at Natural Womanhood's fifth annual benefit dinner on Saturday, November 6th at the Embassy Suites, San Antonio Landmark. Join the many supporters to help defend life and the dignity of women and to promote truth in women's health. To learn more and to register, please visit the website at gala.naturalwomanhood.org. We'll see you there. Do you need a will and keep putting it off? Do you need guidance on settling the estate of a loved one who's passed away? Gilson Law Firm is a faith-centered team of legal professionals who can help you navigate the probate process and put your final affairs in order. I'm attorney Sim Gilson. 
When we meet, we'll talk about Catholic health directives and charitable giving, about faith and family. To learn more about our team, visit tricountylawyer.com. Guadalupe Radio Network wants you to know one cannot believe in Jesus Christ without sharing in His Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who reveals to men who Jesus is. For no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit who searches everything, even the depths of God. No one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Only God knows God completely. We believe in the Holy Spirit because He is God. Believing is possible only by grace and the interior helps of the Holy Spirit. But it is no less true that believing is an authentically human act. Trusting in God and cleaving to the truths He has revealed is contrary neither to human freedom nor to human reason. Paragraphs 152 and 154 in the Catechism. Read and learn more today in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Transmitting the treasures of our Catholic faith to your radio every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. And also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.